Fast snacks, fast food, fast reviews. Snack Masters Inc., a podcast served to you in 30 minutes or less. Snack Masters Incorporated. Snack Masters. Snack Masters. You'll be snacking with the Snack Masters. Snack Masters. Hello and welcome to Snackmasters. I'm your host, Dooner, here with the man who's coming down your chimney from Idaho, ho, ho, <laughs> MSG. How are you, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you doing today? Doing good. That sore throat that I had from last week, still kind of lingering. It's it's like an unwanted house guest, just chilling in my windpipe over here. It's gone from uh, just being an annoyance to, I don't know, It's it's been around so long now, I'm starting to make friends with it. I think we talked about it last time. It must be nationwide because we've had a seven people call in sick last week one day for work. So widespread, man. Yeah, well, I'm not going to let it slow me down. Have you done any of your Christmas shopping yet? You get in on any of those Black Friday sales? Is that is that your bag? Across the country, record crowds and wild scenes as frantic customers were determined to snag jaw-dropping Black Friday deals. Watch as merchandise goes flying through the crowds at this Walmart in Virginia and this one in South Carolina. And in North Carolina, see the man in orange as he wrestles to grab a doorbuster. I went out a couple times doing the Black Friday stuff, but now when I looked at, when I look back on it, it just didn't seem worth it. So doing a big vacation this year and uh, kind of incorporating things like that as far as presents and stuff. Wife usually shops year round for the kids and stuff. So I don't, you know, I don't, I'm not a real big uh, go out and retail shop. I've got some, some things I'm looking at doing, but I'm going to keep those under my hat for now. Do you any shopping yourself or what do you do? No, I see. I avoid the hordes and masses on Black Friday. You know, I don't want to be in a in a live action version or a cosplay of 28 Days Later. So <laughs> I stay away from that completely. I've been using Amazon and eBay since like 2000. So that's always been my go to. I've always been able to find and source deals through there. The only thing I've got better at this year is getting my gifts a little bit earlier. And I think that's a byproduct of having kids because I have to shop with them. I, I have to make sure I have things in time. The closest I ever came, the NES Classic came out and I really wanted one, but they were super hard to find. So there was a site called BrickSeek and it would show you when your your local Target or Walmart was getting stock in. And a couple of mornings I went to Target to wait in line to try and get that NES Classic. The closest I came was a real uh, heartbreaker. It was, it was to the person in front of me got the last ticket after waiting in the cold for like two hours. <laughs> And then eventually, I was just on some message board for people looking for NES Classics. Someone mentioned GameStop was selling them. So I went on GameStop and I ordered it there. So that was enjoyable. But, uh, you know, I can't uh, say anything bad about the Black Friday people because I was in line myself. But it wasn't enjoyable and I wouldn't do it again. Yeah, I, I, I just I saw a lot of ugliness when I went out. And that was probably what kind of tainted me for it. I, I'm not one of those kind of so assertive that I'm going to step on people's heads to get the new MP3 player. I don't think people still buy MP3 players. Well, that's I'm, I only said that I knew you were going to pick up on that. But I only said that because <laughs> that's how long it's been. I remember like waiting outside because there's like a two gigabyte MP3 player for 100 bucks. And, you know, that's what I went for. 
was that's how long it's been since I've even tried to go Black Friday shopping. Yeah, I understand that the world has moved on, but <laughs> that's why I brought it up. Yeah. So, well, hey, man, we're talking chips today. Oh, hold on, I, I do like seeing the brawls on YouTube. <laughs> I, I'm always a fan of those to see just how low you know the human condition can get fighting over a Westinghouse LCD television screen or LED. Do, television they, do they still? Do, really, do, I, I don't want to keep lingering on this, but they still do that because I saw the only thing I saw on, online was like from another country. I think it was like in South America or something. It was just like these fist fights and just ugly stuff. I think America, if I'm not mistaken, has kind of moved on from that. And uh, it seems like they've done things to kind of organize it and start it earlier and things like that. Have you seen anything recently about like riots and, and crap like that? Is that still going? Or No, aside from small pockets in America, Black Friday is kind of dead because retailers realize there's more value in stretching out deals throughout the season instead of trying to get everybody in in one day. What they like to blow out are items that take up a lot of space to stock, like your large LED television screens, appliances, whereas they try and uh, have online deals on things that are less costly to ship, like toys. Okay. That makes sense. I was in the grocery store a week or so ago, and I I picked up these chips. They're lobster bisque Cape Cod chips. And, you know, we've hit a vent horizon here, I think, with flavors where everybody's getting extremely experimental. Back in the day, you had barbecue, you had sour cream, you might have a hot flavor, you had original. And then if you really wanted to get wild, you would have some dips. And then, you know, Usher in the 2000s, and you're just seeing all sorts of... Salt and vinegar was like the first one that got kind of like zany. Cool Ranch Doritos. But then... You usher in the 2000s and Doritos were starting to get frisky with their flavors. They had like a cheeseburger late night one, which is, you know, it sounds weird, but it's delicious when you get it. Lay's has doing the do us a flavor thing for a while where they put out four different flavors that are, I guess, crowdsourced and then people vote on them. Some of those were good. Some of those were a nightmare. (laughs) I remember I had the mango ones and it tasted like a potato chip with mango chewing gum flavoring on it. It it was terrible. So in your private life, what, what kind of what kind of weird snacks have have you gotten before? Do you gravitate towards these strange chips? I'll usually buy all four of the Lay's Do Us a Flavor to give them a shot. Yeah, I do too. And, you know, I kind of gauge it on not necessarily what I prefer, but I kind of see how, how the rest of the family reacts to it too, because I'm not going to buy a big giant bag of chips just to eat myself, but the family likes it. It may be an, another one I pick up. And uh, gosh, I'm trying to think of the weirdest because Lay's really done a, done a weird thing. I think that the chicken and waffle thing, I didn't understand that. I know there's like some little kind of a, a time frame where those were cool or people were getting that flavor, but ah, I tried those once and there's probably a little cult following for that. I don't know if they still make them or whatever, but that to me was a stretch and I thought they were pretty freaking gross. I didn't enjoy those at all. Yeah, I think the chicken waffles were trying to hit a target audience that I'm not part of. What about yourself? Yeah, I don't think the dessert potato chip really hits the uh, the, the the chord on my guitar properly because it's a savory thing. It's a salty thing when I want potato chips. So I know they have like, chocolate covered ruffles now. They had the chicken and waffles and the chicken and waffles had a sweetness to it that yeah, I just didn't care for. I also don't like maple either. So that turned me off. What I really don't like, though, and, and I gravitate towards all the weird flavors, and I'm only doing this one for the show, is I found a lobster bisque Cape Cod potato chip. It's called the Limited Batch New England Bisque. It's 
got a lobster tail on here. It's got a bowl of soup, a flavor that I've always wanted. And I haven't seen Lay's do it. And I guess someone can steal this if they want, because I've wanted to taste it was grilled cheese and tomato soup potato chip, because I love grilled cheese and tomato soup. And I guess, I don't know, this Cape Cod chip is somewhat there because a bisque is, uh, I mean, I've never had lobster bisque because I don't like seafood. I guess that's weird as a New Englander, but I've tried it all. I used to like the ritual of of the lobster until I kind of thought about it and you were like picking out a lobster and sentencing it to to death. Water's boiling? <laughs> Chuck them in. But I never liked the taste and I never liked the taste of any other seafood. And like most people who don't eat seafood, like once you get into adulthood, the thought of it repulses you. And, uh, and seafood flavors aren't big in America, but I know if you go in the Asian section, they have shrimp chips. And uh, it, that's a much more common flavor. That's like their barbecue. I think you even tried some shrimp chips, didn't you? <laughs> I did. I did the uh, Instagram review on those. Yeah, I yeah. Well, this says Cape Cod, they're local. They're from uh, Cape Cod over here in Massachusetts. Close your eyes and you would think you were tasting an authentic New England bisque. The flavor is that good. Cape Cod partnered the robust potato flavor and crunch of their kettle cooked potato chips with the smooth and creamy flavor of an authentic New England bisque to deliver a snack experience that is one of a kind. It's around for a limited time, so enjoy it while you can. All right. Well, the tail, the tape on these 170 calories, 18 chips, nine grams of fat, three grams of protein, not really any sugar because it's a potato chip. I am uh, I'm dreading this again because I don't like seafood, so I probably can't give the fairest review. But maybe if someone doesn't like seafood, they could listen to this. And I don't know if I like it, they may like it, too. But let's uh, it doesn't smell fishy. It doesn't really smell like lobster. It doesn't really smell like anything when I open the bag. It's seasoned here with, uh, I don't know, green flakes of, of something or other. Let me peer at the ingredients, see if I can glean what that might be. Uh, tomato powder, dehydrated celery, dehydrated carrot, buttermilk. I don't know. It may be one of those things. All right, dude, I'm going to give these a try. I like, kata- I like kettle chips. I usually like Cape Cod chips. So how bad can it be, right? That's right. Hmm. <laughs> well, I mean... It's not gross. It doesn't really taste like lobster at all. It tastes like, hmm. I mean, there's a lot of things you could call this. And if it wasn't called lobster bisque and you put a blindfold on me, I would not say this was lobster bisque flavor. There's nothing about this that's really seafoody or lobster. You know, you don't have to wear a bib. You don't need the crackers. You don't need to pull any meat out of here. Do you like lobster? You know, I wanted to cut in here, but the first time I've ever had lobster bisque ever, ever even approached it was last night at work. This wasn't in my mind when I did it, but I went and grabbed a cup at work, brought it up and ate it at the nurse's station there and actually went down and got some more. I freaking loved it. I was, I was shocked. I didn't think I'd like it, but God dang, man, that was good. Do you like actual fresh lobster, though? You know, the kind of like you boil ah, and you crack not open? Not really. No, I don't. No, not really. And this, I, I think the one of the reasons why I was expecting like a real fishy flavor from this lobster. And if I'm not mistaken, I think what designates a bisque as a soup. Actually, I don't know. I thought it was because they used the shells, but they have tomato bisque and that doesn't have shells. So I don't know. A bisque? A bisque is the cream that designates it as a bisque. The difference between a chowder and a bisque. Well, a chowder is very chunky and a bisque is pureed. Probably the most famous bisque is a lobster bisque. Is it? See, and I'm okay. Perfect. <laughs> so I, yeah, it was a very creamy soup. It tasted almost like maybe more of a cheese kind of flavor. I'm sure there was some cheese in there and stuff like that. But dang, man, I, I missed that soup as soon as I was done with it. I had to walk all the way down to the cafeteria, well, the elevator, seven floors down, get another cup and bring it back up and eat that. It was, I loved it. But again, not a fan of lobster. It didn't really taste to me like lobster, but uh, I thoroughly enjoyed the soup. Well, this is a, this is an interesting one for me to rate and review because there's obviously a mental barrier here because I don't like seafood or, or shellfish. So even though this doesn't really taste like lobster bisque, the the knowledge and the idea of that is that this is what they're trying to communicate. 
My wife ate these. She does like lobster a lot. She likes lobster bisque. She thought they were just okay. The chip itself is the same thing as the Cape Cod kettle chip. So if you you like those, that's good. And I guess it really just comes down to the seasoning, which is kind of like a salty buttermilk. There's an aftertaste here, but again, it's not fishy. It's not repulsive. There's nothing necessarily wrong with it other than, you know, the name, which is just echoing through my head that it's lobster bisque. Uh, so that said, I, because the flavor's not, I mean, I might even give this a higher rating if it, if it did taste like a lobster, because that's what it's called. That's what it's supposed to communicate. And I don't, I hate when you buy something that's called like sour or it's called this flavor and it tastes like nothing like it. So, I mean, for me personally, because I, I, these are a five because I like Cape Cod potato chips, I wouldn't, or maybe a four. I'm not really going to eat these. I'm going to give the rest to my wife because I, I just can't get past the name. But I think if I'm trying to be objective or impartial, these are probably like a seven or a seven and a half. They're really not Cape Cod's best flavor, no matter what you call them. Do you feel like your taste buds are firing on all cylinders right now? Is that cold affecting it or just curious? Yeah, you know, it's, it's hard to say because my, my nose is a little stuffed up. But even still, I, I think I can taste just fine. And these just... I'm not doubting your, you know... These just aren't necessarily <laughs> doing, doing it for me. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I'm throwing these back in the water. <laughs> what about you, buddy? What, what chip did you... I got a healthy alternative to these, but I'll, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to have you run with the chip right now, and then I'll get into those. One of the places I go to for, for unusual snacks, and that's kind of what I shoot for on the show here, is uh, sort of things that are off the beaten path. I went to Big Lots, and I found these um, Andes Inca snacks. They're kettle chips. They say that they're harvested by hand at 13,000 feet. I have no knowledge of the Andes Mountains and what they grow there, but um, what I picked up was they're called Andes Kettle Chips Serrano Ham flavored. What, what is a Serrano Ham? Serrano, I think Serrano maybe is the pepper, and uh, the ham, I mean, is ham. <laughs> there's really no description other than that. I'm looking at the ingredients to see if, okay, so there's uh, obviously potato, there's maltodextrin of maize, so I think instead of saying corn, they try to get a little more indigenous and say maize. But they also have amorphous silicon dioxide. Other than that, paprika, it doesn't, you know, other than that, they're very vague. It says seasoning powder. So I'm assuming serrano pepper with ham. Pardon me, I'm trying to break into this bag. What's the tail of the tape? What's the nutrition facts on there? Tail of the tape. 150 calories, 9 grams of fat, 2.5 of that saturated, and uh, 150 of sodium, 1 gram of protein, 15 grams of sugar, or carbohydrates. Wow, 15 grams of sugar? 15 grams of carbohydrates, oh. my bad. I'm kind of... <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> 1 gram of sugar. So right. I'm going to go ahead and dig in one of these. I wanted to save the crunch for the, for the audience. It's probably expected kettle chip stuff, and they look like kettle chips. Oh. Oh. <laughs> um... I imagine that being really salty because it's ham for one, and ham is salty to begin with. And you put it on a potato chip, you're you're doubling down on the salt right there. Well, you know, you know, there's not a real overpowering ham flavor. There's definitely no. I don't taste any serrano pepper. So maybe there is another thing called serrano ham that I'm, I'm mistaking here. But you know, it's kind of it, it's very bland. The, the crunch is there. You can actually see the seasoning on here. It looks like there'd be just tons of flavor falling off this chip, but it kind of just tastes like a like sort of a soup base, maybe a, a real mild sort of watery chicken soup base. It's subtle enough to where you can't really tell if it's what if they're going for ham or chip. But like you said, blindfolded, put this chip in my mouth, I would never say, "Oh, that's a that's a good ham flavored chip." You know. They're okay. I mean, yeah, they're salty. The flavor's decent. I'd say it's probably a, a five. I'm definitely, I mean, it's only $2 for this bag. I'm not going to go searching high and low for the Serrano ham flavored kettle chips, but I'm not going to throw them away. I might snack on them over the next couple of days, see what the family thinks and definitely share them with, with them, but go out and try them. I wouldn't dissuade anybody from purchasing the Andy's kettle chips here. You're supporting a good cause. If, if you want to support your local Peruvian farmer, 
yeah, they're 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 okay. Nothing nothing spectacular. And it, it says they're a product of Peru, so good for them, but not chips. All right, so avoid the Serrano ham. I got a healthy alternative of the same brand, Cape Cod. These are new. They're Cape Cod thins, sea salt and vinegar. It says better ingredients, so they're they're actually throwing their other chips under the bus. Uh, Non-GMO, no preservatives, artificial flavors or colors, gluten-free. I think that these were the same cost as the uh, lobster bisque Cape Cod potato chips. They're both on sale for about $2.99-ish. Usually, sometimes when you you know you go for the non-GMO ones, you're getting less chips or it's costing more money. But actually, this bag's even a little bit bigger. It's 6.75 ounces versus the lobster bisque, which is only 6.5. Tell the tape on these things, 150 calories. You get 18 chips for that, 9 grams of fat, 2 grams of protein, uh, 15 grams of carbohydrates, no sugar. It's just salt and vinegar. And these are uh, what's different about these and the other Cape Cod chips? Well... They probably state they're made in the USA. I guess that's something you need to do these days because uh, who knows where food's being made anymore. I think the FDA didn't pass a bunch of labeling restrictions. So now you never know where our snacks are being made. I noticed I bought some dollar store candy and uh, one of the things was made in Colombia. A bunch of other ones were made in China. So got rid of that stuff. <laughs> you know, I'm okay with the toys there, but not necessarily things I'm ingesting or Snack Master Jr. is. But I like salt and vinegar chips. I, I never thought about Cape Cod not having a thin before. So I was curious to see what the composition of these were. I've had their salt and vinegar before. Uh, yeah, these are thinner. They're not like a Pringle. It's like a thin cut kettle chip. See how they crunch. Hmm. Yeah, you know, it's nice. They're well seasoned. I think these are a little more seasoned than the traditional Cape Cod chip. I think that what really comes through on these is the salt and vinegar flavor because there's only a thin layer of potato chip between both sides where this is coated. And through memory, I think I like these a bit better than your traditional Cape Cod chip. I think the thin really works here, especially on the salt and vinegar flavor. Just take one more bite out of these. Yeah, so the seasonings even throughout both these chips tasted basically the same. Yeah, nice taste. Nice tart, nice tart, nice tang. If you are a fan of Cape Cod potato chips or you're a fan of salt and vinegar, I'd highly recommend these. They don't lose any flavor or anything by being no preservatives, non-GMO, or anything to that effect. You know, it's just better ingredients, great taste. Yeah, I mean, they taste a little bit better, but that could just be because of the way that they're cut. But I would say for the same price, especially if you like a thinner chip, definitely get these. Uh, you know, you're not sacrificing a ton of crunch. They're not as thin as, as say, original Lay's. Well, actually, they are kind of as thin as original Lay's. They're just a thicker chip, so you get a little bit more crunch factor, which I appreciate. These are very good. I'm a salt and vinegar fan. I'm going to give these a strong 8 to an 8.5. Nice. Well, it's unusual to me that we can talk now about salt and vinegar as kind of just a mainstream flavor because I remember, I think I remember when it first came out, I was just like, whoa, what is this? Oh, yeah. I mean, salt and vinegar has been, it's been added to basically the lexicon of chips. Everybody's got their regular, their sour cream, their barbecue, and now salt and vinegar. It's just, it's just part of the rotation. That's not getting wacky anymore. Am I mistaken? Does it seem like for... You know, when they first came out, we were like, what? Salt and vinegar? But now it's just... We touched that on on, on the beginning. You know, Cool Ranch was brand new. Yeah. Salt and vinegar was brand new. But that was kind of the extent that chips went with going out of the box or getting really wacky with flavors. Yeah. Do you have a lightning review on a chip you can do? Did you have an extra one over there sitting around you want to get off the table? Yeah. Yeah. Real quick here. I got the, the Kettle brand, which, you know, again, I don't know what's, what's mainstream and what's popular out there, but... Apparently, Kettle Brand is widespread nationwide. They're made in uh, Salem, Oregon. Real quick on the macros, standard stuff for a kettle chip. Nine grams of fat, um, 130 of sodium, two grams of fiber, two grams of protein. And these are sriracha flavored, which I, uh, sriracha to me is like, you know, mustaches and bacon flavor and all that, that kind of hipster stuff that just kind of took off and had a little, like it just suddenly blew up and came out of nowhere. I stayed away from it. I don't know what sriracha tastes like even. 
I've seen the bottles and how cool it is, and it's not for whatever reason I've never been attracted to it. So no, we've always had some in our fridge, but you're right. Sriracha is one of those flavors that over the past year or two, it's been it's been heavily promoted. They've been putting sriracha on everything aside from you know cereal. So how are the chips? They're crunchy. They're kind of spicy. They're okay. I don't think I, my family is really kind of a sissy when it, they're sissies when it comes to spice. So I don't think they're going to fly off the shelf at my. I mean, they're not going to be. I don't think they're going to be eating a lot at my house. The flavor's good. There's kind of a, a peppery. I'm, I'm trying to roll it around in the palate here. You know, it just kind of tastes a little hot to me, and it says hot right on the back here. But oh, <laughs> <clears throat> yeah, uh, they're okay. I couldn't sit and eat a whole bag of these. They're they're a little bit hot for my taste. I'll, I'll probably get through them. I'd say these are probably. Uh, Again, uh, I, I'm going to say there are six. <clears throat> I, I've, as I go older, I like spicier things. I'll eat these again, but yeah, not bad. We're Snackmasters Incorporated. You can find all of our episodes on SnackmastersInc.com. We're on Google Play, iTunes. If you enjoyed today's episode, do us a solid. Subscribe, rate, and review on iTunes. We're on Instagram. Instagram is almost a natural extension of the show where we have all of our food photos, mini reviews, and videos. Instagram.com slash SnackmastersInc. We just recently uploaded all of our episodes to YouTube. There's also a couple of videos there. So YouTube, our channel is Snackmasters Inc. If you want to reach out to us, snackmastersinc at gmail.com. And I believe that covers all the plugs we got to get out of the way. Marty, I got a question for you. What's your favorite holiday movie? Uh, Home Alone's got to be up there, if that considers uh, Die Hard. Uh, I love Christmas movies like Die Hard. I was going to, that's like, that's such the low hanging fruit bro joke. <laughs> Die Hard. <laughs> you know, it's not really, it takes place during Christmas. It's not really a Christmas movie. No, I like Christmas Vacation and Home Alone. Those are probably two that I, Christmas Story's good. I like that one too. Um, yeah, those, those are probably my three. <laughs> All right, a couple of my fr- Home Alone. Yeah, you're right. That That's a great one. I love Christmas Story is pretty good. I think I've just seen it so many times, you know, especially on TNT. A little over that one. I love uh, Rudolph the Red-Nosed Reindeer, Santa Claus is Coming to Town, the stop motion ones. Yeah. I picked up at Walmart the other day, Jingle All the Way on Blu-ray. Put that cookie down! Now! It's kind of a forgotten <laughs> gem. It doesn't get the rotation of others. I think it was even a little ahead of its time because it deals with Arnold Schwarzenegger, who's a dad, who has to get this doll, Turbo Man, and it's sold out everywhere. It's going on Christmas Eve. And this was, uh, you know, pre-Black Friday, but it's it's dealing with the same aspect and the same uh, materialism and commercialism of Christmas in this comedic theme. I think they did a great job. It's a lively pace. It moves quick. Sure, the effects are a little bit dated, but there's a ton of charm going on in here. It only has 15% on Rotten Tomatoes, which to me is a travesty. You have no sense of humor if you don't like Jingle All The Way. (laughs) This is a great film. I highly recommend it. And again, if you go to your Walmart, it's in the bins over there for like seven bucks on Blu-ray. I'll have to check it out. I haven't seen it yet. Also features uh, young Jake LaLloyd before he played Anakin Skywalker. And uh, he was just as bad an actor in this as he was in The Phantom Menace. (laughs) But uh, fortunately, he only has a couple of lines. It's mostly Arnold running around to toy stores and being chased by Sinbad, who plays a disgruntled mailman. (laughs) All right, buddy. That's it for for today's show. Let's let Snackmaster Jr. jingle all the way. What's your favorite Christmas movie? I like Jingle All the Way. Do you want Turbo Man for Christmas? Mm-hmm. What do you like about Jingle All the Way? I like when 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 he gives him a present. When he gives him a present? Mm-hmm. What do you give him as a present? This. Book cookies down now. <laughs> Incorporated, Snack Master. Snack Master. You'll be 
Boom! <laughs>